Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week of Book Talk. Woohoo! Okay, so since last week's episode focusing on the novel The Stranger by Albert. Albert Camus was a fan favorite. We're going to take another week to talk about this fascinating story. So a few housekeeping things before we start. I gave a summary of the novel at the beginning of last week's episode. So for those of you who are just joining, feel free to hop over there and watch the first few minutes of that podcast in order to understand exactly what we're talking about. Alrighty, so the next thing is I want to establish that this week we're going to be talking about narration. Don't worry, I'm not going to talk about structure like last week because I'm pretty sure we covered that thoroughly. And then thirdly, last week, I don't know if that's a word, thirdly, anyways, last week I talked about the protagonist's name and how I cannot for the life of me pronounce it correctly, so once again for this week I'm just going to be referring to him as M, just to make things easier for us. And now the fourth thing is we're going to cover the topic of narration in a similar style to what I did last week. I've broken down the subject into a few key prompts and there are four sections to this podcast which follow each of those prompts. And without further ado, further ado, let's jump right into the first one where we're going to be identifying and describing the narrator or the speaker of the novel. Hey, so the narrator of this tale is none other than our favorite protagonist, M. This man has a lot to discuss about his character, well, we have a lot to discuss about his character, despite his lack of personality. So M narrates this whole story beginning to end, and he takes us readers on a, through a whirlwind of events that should be told with passion and a variety of emotions. However, this is not the case. There are crazy events such as abuse, relationships, new job opportunities, the death of a direct family member, murder, fights, jail time, an intense court case, and in the end, a presumed presumed beheading. Each of these different stories would typically be told in intense detail. However, the narrator in this case did not do that in normal books the narrator would stress the emotions of and feelings in each situation in order to captivate the reader i mean the point of telling a story with passion is that it's more enticing to read however these circumstances that would have been presumed to have many emotions running rampant throughout could not be told in a less emotionless way um M tells stories with facts observations and a strange focus on the weather and his surroundings by the weather i mean the in particular the sun um m describes the weekend of his mother's funeral with only hints of annoyance and inconvenience in his voice besides these insignificant and not entirely intense feelings he expresses nothing else his conclusion becomes that when his that his mother's death is in, insignificant and it does not matter in addition to the lack of emotion whilst delivering the story m also as I just mentioned a few seconds ago, focuses greatly on the surroundings. He describes the scene at the beach with a significant amount of detail. He describes it before the shooting and then an immense amount of time before the shooting and then right again before the shooting. The tone in which he uses and the description words shift from inviting, calm, and serene to harsh and uninviting. By including these details, his mood can be inferred. So in a way, he overcompensates for his lack of emotion through the details of his surroundings. And finally, one more thing I'm going to mention in this section about his storytelling and narration is that sometimes he sets the scene almost as if he is only a spectator. He is very detached. He writes in one specific instance about the people around him. He's sitting and watching the people around him, just observing them. He comments on people's habits and the actions they're doing, but he has no true opinions about it. Once again, M is detached from society and clearly an outsider. He is a truly unique and intriguing narrator as he tells the story in an emotionless manner. Alrighty now, so we're going to move on to our second major subject, and that is where I'm going to identify and explain the function of a point of view in the novel. 
before I jump into the second section, I want to apologize. I really need to get this out to you guys. But for some reason, I cannot for the life of me speak today. So I'm like blending my words together and I want to apologize. <clears throat> okay, focus. So the stranger is told in an entirely first person manner by M. The comments he makes are subjective and he does not throughout the whole piece attempt to discover or predict what people are feeling and people around him. This goes along with his detached mannerisms and the lack of emotion in his storytelling. Now, point of view is an extremely important thing to how a novel functions. First-person narration is often biased and can be missing key details of other characters' lives. Inferences must be made by the audience as to what the other characters are thinking or feeling. The audience relies entirely on one character to provide the story to them. Also, the first-person point of view typically has a strong focus centered on the narrator's thoughts and ideas. However, as I mentioned above, M's narration is incredibly bizarre because despite the first-person point of view, he does not have a huge focus or really any commentary at all about his own emotions. Now, as I was saying, the point of view or changing a point of view can alter the entire meaning or message of the story. This is why some books are told through multiple people's perspectives because there's such a variety in opinions and ways to describe situations. For example, if two people are told to describe the same event um, or stories, the same event or story, though consisting of mainly the same major details on the recount, there will be several differences. One may elaborate on one detail while the other elaborates on another. And because of these differences, it is very telling that our author, Albert Camus, decided to focus on the main, on the first person point of view from M, our detached narrator. This lets the audience know that this man really is different from those around him and that Camus is making a point of this. He thinks that people are not important on their own and that they should be true to themselves and not conform to society, even if that means, in M's case, killing a man. So, as we can see, changing the narrator and changing the point of view and whose point of view it is can alter a story completely. This story would be an entirely different tale if it was told through Marie's perspective or through Raymond's perspective. For example, Marie would have lots of information about love and go deep into her intimate relationship with M because she values those things. Raymond would probably tell it in a very angry manner because he's an angry man. M, however, is just attached, and this truly says a lot about our story. Okay, now on to our third major section of discussion. We're going to be talking, or I'm going to be talking about, I guess. I'm going to identify and describe details, diction, or syntax in this novel that reveal a character's perspective. Okay, now before I jump straight into explaining these different elements of our text, I'm going to briefly describe what each of these words mean, because I'm not really sure of the level of readers I'm speaking to right now. So, here we go. The first word, because I'm all hoping you know what details are or else I'm really concerned, I'm just going to define diction. So, diction is the choice and use of words and phrases in speech or writing. So, for example, someone may use, a very, may use very long and detailed words, very eccentric words. And sentences in order to convey their thoughts while others may use very simple words to describe that same exact scene and i'm going to give you an example of this so we're going to have person one and they said there was an eloquent nature to the sound as it radiated throughout the room i knew that emily had perfected her piano playing as her fingers grazed the ivory keys and flitted from one note to another without hesitation now that same situation can be described in an entirely different diction from the other person by person two Person two says, 
Emily was good at piano. It sounded very nice as she played. So clearly these two sentence or these two strings of sentences are expressing the same thing. They're basically describing the same scene, but the way it's carried out is entirely different. So the next word I'm going to define to is syntax. Syntax in literature is the arrangement of words and phrases to create well-formed sentences in a language. So as you can see in my last example, the syntax and diction of a piece go hand in hand in telling a story. So in The Stranger, Albert Camus uses very short and to-the-point sentences. His syntax con consists of brief sentences and of and focused on the setting rather than any emotion. He also includes a variety of words, and the narrator is by no means dumb or illiterate. However, the word choice is not particularly advanced either. The vocabulary is very casual, but the tone in which the words are expressed is stiff, emotionless, and monotone. Finally, the details in this piece are very unique as the ones included are an interesting choice. That sounded a little weird when I said it, so I'm going to give you an example. So the piece focuses on setting. Details describing this, such as, the harsh heat and the overpowering sun are a main focus of the narrator. However, details about emotion or the deep things beyond the surface of characters um, are skimmed over and unincluded in the piece. So overall, the diction and syntax included short, direct sentences that were straight to the point with fairly basic vocabulary. Okay, so on to our final discussion and that's going to be about how a narrator's reliability affects the narrative as a whole. Okay, so obviously a narrator's reliability affects a narrative significantly. We see this all the time in news articles and reports and people people will alternate between Fox News or CNN because of the bias each side holds. When, it ind when an individual has a strong bias or opinion on a situation, the story that is told can sometimes, even unintentionally, become skewed or mistold. In addition, the narration of a specific event can change drastically depending on the person who provides the story. Some cut out certain details that others would include, some over-exaggerate, etc. So the opinion behind a story may change. The meaning of a piece can be altered completely depending on who's narrating. Even the events that take place could be left out of the story completely. So overall, there are many ways in which the character of a piece manipulates the story so as to tell it the way they see appropriate. In this particular novel, M has a very factual manner in which he tells the stories. Events are told straight and as they are. There are details, but not an overwhelming amount. The setting is elaborated on immensely. However, this narration may still be unreliable because M has some personal issues that we've discussed in our last podcast, like detachment, lack of emotion, etc., um, he's very detached from society, and therefore, several details that may have been essential he may have excluded from his storytelling. His views on certain situations could have been misleading. For example, when Raymond was hitting the woman, M found no issue with the situation. Therefore, he may have downplayed the event a bit. Overall, especially when the narrator himself does not have a strong opinion on anything, it almost makes his narration just as unreliable or hard to fully trust than a piece told with a very specific motive. A story seeming that is written seemingly without a motive can be just as manipulative as a piece with a clear motive. Okay, so that's all I have on this discussion about narration and the importance that it holds on a novel. Alrighty, everybody. So as always, thank you so much for tuning into this week's conversation. Who knows if you guys are still loving this book, maybe we'll do a third week of discussion. Kind of hope not, because it's kind of a short book and hard to talk about in that much detail, but if not, 
no worries that's why there's hundreds of classics so like i said last week there's some links in the bios to where you can purchase the stranger and have a fantastic week and i'll see you guys next time